Hey guys, what is going on? Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. The season started, we're out mowing and already having issues, man. It's, uh, I don't know, it's not a huge ordeal, but it's, uh, you know, it is what it is, man. It's just part of doing business. I grew up, um, so I grew up on the farm. We got a family farm for some of you guys listening, you probably know, but maybe for some of you guys that just started listening to the uh, podcast and maybe don't know my whole story um we have a family farm my grandpa moved from arkansas to missouri back in the 50s and my dad and his brother uh, and my grandpa started farming and they've been farming ever since my grandpa since passed away uh, my my dad's brother he actually retired years ago so my dad's kind of running the show which he's been running the show for the last gosh probably 30 plus years um he's been just doing everything down on the farm you know taking care of it it's a row crop farm so it's not a uh, cattle farm or anything like that they uh they farm soybeans and rice mainly over the years they have farmed uh, milo which is not as popular nowadays but anyways so my dad he's ran this farm for the past you know 30 years he's been he's been doing this since he was like 15 and so he's uh man he's been through it all he's seen it all over the years you know just working on equipment running the business um when i was really young probably about eight or nine years old i started working on the farm i worked on the farm until i graduated high school went off to college came back started the lawn care business and really haven't I really haven't worked down there since. So it's been a long time since I've been around the uh, farm, you know, working, uh, you know, down there every single day or whatever. So summertime, you know, in high school and even before, it was uh, all my time was spent on the farm, you know, working. We always had to work on stuff, man. We had older equipment back then. And so it's even older now because we didn't buy the new stuff with the new technology. My grandpa. He just didn't want to spend any money at all on the uh, new stuff because it was a lot more expensive. Uh, the technology to go along with it came at a price because you would always have to um, have someone to figure out the technology side of it, if it was electrical and all that. So he just took, he just stuck with the old school uh, tractors, man. Some of them are down there, 70s, 1970 models, 80 models. Uh, we do have some newer ones. Uh, a couple of newer ones but for the most part man they run a lot of older equipment and it does you know it does fairly well for them considering how old it is i mean 70s and 80s that's like antique now right uh, a few years ago it didn't seem like that was very old but now man it's like that is an old old machine so um you know the new equipment that's out it's uh i don't know i don't i don't know that it's any better i'll just put it that way um for tractors that goes for tractors that goes for vehicles that goes for uh, lawnmowers any type of equipment man it's just not built like it used to be you know i don't think you're gonna buy a tractor or a combine or even a truck and have it last 30 40 years now i just don't see that happen there's too much electronics too much to go wrong on it and I don't know, I just don't think it's gonna hold up. I don't think they're built like they used to be. But my dad, he was, um, you know, he's used to working on equipment. He's used to uh, trying to diagnose, fix, solve, 
you know, problems on the farm. And so he was constantly um, turning wrenches and, and trying to figure things out and, and make things work. You know, my grandpa, he would always weld. My dad, he didn't, he welded a little bit, but he usually wasn't the welder on the farm. It was usually my grandpa. So my dad would take a, you know, take whatever apart. He would beat and bang on it, try to straighten it out or try to fix it. And my grandpa, he would weld it back together. And then my dad would piece it back together and put it back on the tractor or the implement or the combine, whatever it was, truck. Um, so he did that for years and years and years, man. And he got really, really good at just fixing stuff. So um, the last probably 10 years, he's gotten a little older. And he's like, you know what? I'm tired of fixing stuff. I've fixed stuff my whole life down on the farm. So uh, he has a main mechanic now that comes and works just on uh, farm machinery. So if anything goes wrong, uh, if he has any issues, he just calls his mechanic up. And you know, the mechanic is super busy, so he tries to fit him in where he can. Um, a lot of times it just depends on priority of the season. If it's harvest season or if it's guys trying to get in the field to uh, to uh, pick corn, it just, just really depends on the, uh, the time of the season, who has priority. Like, He's going to jump on top of a farmer that has a combine down in the middle of harvest as opposed to a guy that has a tractor down that's trying to move maybe the grain from uh, the the combine to the tractor trailer or whatever. So just um, just depends, but he has a main mechanic that he tries to rely on to keep him up and running. And for the past like 10 years, he's had that guy um, helping it out. And he does a really good job. He usually goes in, fixes the problem, doesn't ever, usually, usually doesn't have to come back to, to work on it again. And, you know, he's, he's pretty good at, at figuring out things and figuring out what's wrong. And he's worked on enough stuff over the years that it's uh, it's pretty quick fix for him majority of the time. He can get in there, get it fixed, get them back up and running. So I say all that to say this, you know, lawn care business, it's no different. Um, we're going to have equipment go down, trucks go down. Just, just That's just running a business. That's just part of the business. But, man, I feel like I've just been beat over the head the last several years on equipment um, and newer equipment. You know, I, the, the Z3s, they gave me issues, still giving me issues. Um, the Ventrac, it's, it's, it has a Vanguard engine on it as well. So I've had a few issues here and there with that. Most recently being, and I haven't shared this, but the uh, voltage regulator on the Ventrac is kind of giving me fits, and so it's not charging like it should. It should be charging at like 14 volts. Um, it's like 12 volts, and if it gets under 12.3 volts, if it gets down to 12.2 or even lower, then the buzzer sounds, and it's a loud buzzer, man. It's like a whole lot louder than the machine, and so it's just kind of warning you that you're not getting the voltage that you need. You need to check your machine over. And we, uh, we kind of narrowed it down, took the uh, regulator off there, did some testing, and figured out that the regulator is bad. So um, I've been waiting on the part for, well, I waited on the part for a couple of weeks. They sent the new part in, then I got too busy with the mowing season, beginning of the mowing season. So I couldn't stop to to get the uh, part and put it on the Ventrac. It's kind of a long story. Um, I was at my local 
lawn mowing dealer, uh, BMW Lawnmower. I was there at their open house on a Friday, Saturday, and this lady shows up with a package, and she goes to the um, to owner of the store there, and she said, "Hey, I found a package." And so the lady there behind the counter at um, at BMW, she said, "Well, that's not my package. That's not our package, but I know whose package it is." <laughs> and she turned around to me and she said, Cameron, here's a uh, package from Ventrac. I was like, what? So I go over there and grab the package. It's it's It has a complete wrong address on there. And I don't know how it happened, but the lady said that it got sent to her old, um, like, ready-mix plant that's no longer, like, in business. And it was sitting, like, over the gate. Like, they had to have thrown it over the gate and it was sitting on the other side of the gate. And I was like, oh wow, okay. And so she said she hadn't been by that old uh, ready mix plant in like a long time, but they were driving through there and they just happened to look over by the gate and there was a box there. And she's like, that's kind of weird. So she walked over there to the gate, opened it up and checked out the box and it was my box. And it was like not even remotely close to where I live or uh, where the, uh, the, the lawnmower dealer is it was kind of a little bit closer to that BMW dealer but she just happened to look my name up on Facebook um, saw that I was partnered up with BMW lawnmower and she just went over there and found me so it was kind of crazy um, the part did arrive but to the complete wrong address and so I did get the part which it was uh, it was kind of lost or I thought it was lost it was sitting there at that lady's um, you know, ready mix plant, but I thought it was lost for a long time. You know, they told me it should arrive on Monday or Tuesday. Tuesday rolls around, don't see it. Wednesday, Thursday, no box. Friday, it's like good Friday. I'm like, all right, it's probably, it's obviously not going to run uh, today. I'll catch it next week. That week rolled around, didn't show up. So I was like, man, I don't know what's going on. And then that Saturday, I think, is when uh, she actually brought it by the dealership. So crazy story I finally got the part and I'm like man okay this is kind of wild but thankful that I did you know get the part and that she did pick it up and she she uh, took the time to find me that was kind of crazy but she did find me and gave it to me and so I've got the part but now the mowing season's super busy so I can't stop what I'm doing and go down and put the part on so I wait a couple of weeks and I have a job lined up and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna catch up with my mowing and then whenever I get my mowing caught up, I'll head down to the shop and I'll put the part on. So that's what I plan on doing. I got all the mowing caught up and I was feeling good and I was like, man, I'm gonna knock this Ventrac job out Saturday morning. It'll take me like 30 minutes to put the part on. I'll be up and rolling. So I get down to the shop and I remember, I forgot, man, it had been a while since I had uh, messed with the um, Ventrac because I was waiting on that part, but it was sitting in the shop and it had one of the tires off. So one of the duels, the outside duel was completely flat. And so I had to take, actually I think it was the inside duel. So I had to take the uh, both tires off, put some more of that um, Carlisle tire fill is what they call it. Put that stuff in there, man, that stuff is good. It, uh, it will stop any leak. So I put that stuff in there and I kind of let the tire sit and I didn't put it 
back on the bench rack. And so when I got down there Saturday morning, I was like, man, I forgot. I got to get this tire back on. So I got the tire back on, both tires back on. And then once I did that, I opened up the box to put the regulator in there. And guess what? I opened up the box that it was shipped in. And then the Briggs Vanguard box is inside that box. I cut cut the tape. I open it up. Some bubble wrap in there, um, so I can't see the regulator real well. Pull out the bubble wrap, see the regulator, and I'm like, man, I don't think this is the right part. I slide it on out. Sure enough, wrong part. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I'm looking at it, trying to think of a way to make it work, which I could have spliced into it probably and maybe made it work but at the same time this is like a $300 part you really don't want to mess it up so I call the uh, Ventrac dealer get on the phone with him and I, I send him a picture of the old part send him a picture of what I received the new part and he's like yeah that's not gonna work and so he mentioned, you know, splicing it and putting it on there. And I was like, man, I really don't want to do that. I really just want to plug and play because, okay, what happens if it's not getting good connection? What happens if I have to replace it again? What, you know, if I go to sell it, just, it's, I don't want to just piece it together. I, I really want it done right. The machine only has 300 hours on it. I mean, if it had like 3,000, I'm like, yeah, let's just piece it together, get it going. But this is a brand new machine that only has 300 hours on it. So I uh, I talked to him. We talked back and forth. He got a hold of Ventrac. Of course, they were closed on Saturday. So Monday rolls around, and he gives me a call, and he's like, well, I got some, some news, some kind of some bad news. <laughs> All right. So he says, yeah, that was the wrong regulator, obviously, that was sent. Um, we got to figure out if we can find another regulator so they're trying to track one down uh, it's not in parts and so the whole thing with uh, with Ventrac or with Briggs I should say is if you have a Briggs part you got to go through Briggs it's not like inside Ventrac headquarters there's like a you know a Briggs part sitting there for this particular one anyways so they got to go through Briggs to get the part so contact Briggs and they can't find the part so He's like, all right, I'll call you back. We'll try to look for the part or try to locate a, a part somewhere and we'll get back to you. Okay. So an hour goes by, he calls me back and they, uh, they supposedly found a part, but it's not going to be here for another week. So they're going to ship that part to my Ventrac dealer and then my Ventrac dealer is going to turn around and send it to me. So... It's like, man, they have to send it to the Ventrac dealer first. Then they got to send it to me. So it'll be over a week until I see that part. Hoping that I get it in a week. But we'll see. I'll keep you guys updated. But, man, so the Ventrac's been down for over a month. Just waiting on that part. Uh, kind of stinks. But at the same time, there's nothing really too pressing right now to, um, you know, that I have to tackle. It's Everything is kind of just now starting to grow. So... The whole uh, bush hogging work is going to be uh, booming here in the next uh, few weeks. So I need to get that part on there and I need to get 
that Ventrac ready to roll. So when uh, the work you know that I need to have done, when it's ready to have done, I can just head out there and knock it out. So waiting on the Ventrac part for that, and then man, last night Vanguard issues again. So uh, running this new mower, man, and yeah, having some issues with the uh, Vanguard engine. And so yesterday I'm mowing and all of a sudden the mower dies and I'm looking at it. I'm like, what is going on? And so turn the key, turn the key on, crank, 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 nothing won't start. Turn the key off. I do this for like four or five minutes. Finally, it starts right up. It's like the Z3. It's doing the like similar similar things to what the Z3 is doing. So if you guys know the horror stories with my Z3, man, it's like, that's um, that's what it's done like a lot the last couple of years, both mowers. And so um, I've had an issue with the Ventrac 2 starting. Uh, it doesn't happen very often at all, but occasionally go to crank it, won't start up. You mess with it for a little bit, finally it'll start. So I've got this brand new mower out there on one of my commercial properties and I'm trying to figure out how in the world am I going to get this machine back up into the box truck, you know, because it's not starting. Well, I mess with it for five minutes, it finally starts, so I keep mowing with it, and I mow with it for another hour or so, and it does fine. And then I go to, uh, actually I finish up mowing this big section, I just park the mower there, not thinking and leave it there as I hop on the other mower to mow around the building. So I'm on the other mower mowing around the building. About an hour later, I hop on the mower to put it up, and guess what? It won't start. I spent, and I'm not kidding, I spent 45 minutes, and it was like at 8.30 at night. I spent 45 minutes trying to get that mower started. Couldn't get, could not get it started. I was like, okay, eventually uh, it's going to hit, it's going to turn over, it's going to start, and I'll be able to load it up. But man, I was struggling. I was like, all right. I was at the point where I was like, okay, I got to figure out how to get this machine in the box truck. And I was like, there's really no way. It's too heavy. It's too big. I don't have a winch on, you know, inside the box truck. So, I'm going to have to figure out what to do, man. I'm going to have to figure out because it's not going to just, I'm not going to be able to pull it up in there. So at this point, I'm like, all right, I got two options. So I can keep cranking and eventually I'm hoping that it'll start or I can go home and get my truck and trailer, pull it back up there and put a mower on there and try to pull tow whatever the mower back up the ramp and into the trailer and so i'm like uh, i'm getting to the point where i'm tired of cranking on it i mean 45 minutes goes by and i'm like this thing should have started by now man it's gonna start the next time it's gonna start the next time and it never did so i ended up getting uh getting on the phone and i, and I called i called uh, my dad and i'm like hey are you in town he was, he was in town, you know, a little earlier, and I was like, he might still be in town. We might be able to somehow get this mower up the ramp and in the box truck. But he wasn't in town, so I was like, all right, I think I'm just going to go and get my truck and trailer and pull it back. So 
I get my phone out. I go to video it, and I'm like, I'm going to video it one more time, and just so I can have that video for, um, you know, for the team there at the dealership to check out so they can get a good idea of what it's doing if it doesn't, like, duplicate the issue. You know, sometimes you have these issues, and they don't duplicate when you take them to the dealer. Like, well, it's working fine. Well, you know, it wasn't working fine. So, anyways... I uh, I end up videoing it, and when I video it, the thing starts. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I, I hurry and take the mower over, drive it over to the box truck, load it up, put it up, shut it off. So it's uh, the next morning, and I have that mower in the back of my box truck. I haven't tried to start it yet. I'm going to go to my first job, and I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to start it. I'm going to pull it out. I'm going to get the other two mowers and start them and pull them out. And then I think I'm going to put that mower at the very front of the box truck for now until I have time to mess with it, take it to the dealer, have them check it out, or see if it's going to duplicate itself again and keep keep messing up. So, um, man, equipment, it's, you know, the Ventrac Vanguard engine with the regulator, this Vanguard engine with the starting issues. It's just like I spent... 45 minutes trying to get that thing started and I messed around with it several times because it just died on me so it's it leads to you not being it you not being as efficient as you would like it leads to you getting frustrated with it and it kind of messes up your schedule messes up your plan for like the next day or the week because now I'm like you know I had the mulch kit on that mower and I'm thinking man, I really need that mower for certain areas, you know, up around the house and things like that. It's like now I'm afraid to unload that mower and I'm afraid that it's going to die and it's going to give me issues and I'll have to spend, you know, more time than what it's worth to try to get it back up and running and started. And what if it gets stranded? What if I get stranded again? What if I have to go and get the truck and trailer? So it's just um, logistics, trying to figure everything out and trying to figure out what I want to do. Do I want to use it? Do I want to take it to the dealer right now? I really don't have time. So, you know, equipment going down on you, man, it can be a hassle. It can be a headache. It can, uh, man, it can really, really, really mess up your schedule, mess up your day. So, man, I just want to encourage you guys get a backup if you, uh, thankfully right now i have several mowers sitting around so i can go grab another one and just keep rolling but when i'm out in the field and that happens it's kind of a pain it's kind of a big deal it's kind of a you know a hassle a headache so um just trying to figure out what i'm trying to do there with that um i don't know it's just just one of those things man running a business so i'm sure you guys have had issues with your equipment trucks trailers Maybe uh, your mowers, your skid steers, your tractors, whatever you're running out in the field. And you just have to work around it, man. You just have to, you just have to go with it, figure it out. Because every single day it's something, something completely different, man. Today it might be the mower. Tomorrow it may be the truck. Maybe something else. Maybe, you know, somebody stops me or, or uh, a broken part on the mower. You just never know what's going to come up, man. So you just kind of got to be prepared Try to work through it. Uh, find a dealer that'll help you out, that'll get, get you back up and running. And, you know, keep an eye on your equipment and get to know your equipment and figure out the quirks. Obviously, this Vanguard engine, man, it has 
It has quirks. Um, every single I have one, two, three, four Vanguard engines right now, and all of them have given me problems. So it it kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It kind of makes you want to move away from anything Vanguard uh, and go to Kawasaki or Kohler or or something different. But again, it's it's a challenge, man. It's a challenge. Do you switch brands? You spent all that money on, you know, I spent over $20,000 just on these mowers that are giving me issues. It's like, do you lose money and, and sell them and try to find something with a Kohler or Kawasaki? Or do you just keep running them and hope you don't have any more issues? Hope the issues kind of um, line themselves out. And, you know, it's just like, what do you do, man? You got to come up with a got to come up with a game plan, but I'm rolling with them this year, man. I can't get into debt. I can't spend any more money. The mowers are paid off. The, uh, you know, the equipment's paid off. It's like, I do not want any debt at all. I have the Ventrac paid off, the mowers paid off, the trucks paid off. Everything's paid off. It's like, this is a year I want to really, really try to stack away some cash and try to uh, put back a little bit and make some money and, and save. So, it's um man it's hard it's difficult it's it's something you got to try to figure out each and every day but that's part of running the business right that's part of running a business it's like every business is different you just got to run it to the best of your ability figure it out along the way and man i've been doing this 21 years every year it's different man it's like every year i'm like if i do this this and this i'll have it all figured out everything will run smooth won't have any issues I'll be super efficient, be super profitable, but it never fails, man. Every year there's something that's that's uh, that's in the way that I have to figure out how to overcome. So um, in your business, man, you're gonna probably going to have things you run into, issues with, with, with employees. You know, I've had that in the past. Equipment, I've had my share of that. Uh, maybe it's the lawns. Maybe you, maybe you, um, maybe you lose some lawns. You know, we don't talk about that a whole lot. I've kind of had the same customers I've had for the past 15 plus years. And so I don't really have to go out and look for, for new customers, but it's, it's in the back of my mind. It's like, man, if I missed, if I missed out on some of those accounts and lost some of those accounts, some of those big high paying accounts, you know, I would have to seriously go hard looking for uh, more work and looking for profitable work. Cause I've got some pretty good accounts right now. I've kind of worked my way to where I have um, some pretty decent accounts for our area and I don't have to go and find like a whole lot of lawns because the accounts that I have been, they're making me, they're making me some money. So it's just, uh, it's just trying to figure it all out, man, running the business and trying to try to navigate through all these things. Um, you know, stay focused this year. If, if you, if you have issues come up in your business, man, reach out to somebody that's running a lawn care business, man. Network with people, and maybe it's not people in your area, but it's people online that have been there, done that. Reach out to me if you have any questions at all, if you have any issues at all, if you want to vent and just rant and just go on and on about your employees, your equipment, your business. Man, I, I, would, I would enjoy talking to you guys because I've been there, done that. It's like anything and everything that could go wrong in a lawn care business. I think I've experienced quite a bit of it. So reach out to me and man, you know, I just want to be there for you guys and be somebody that you can reach out and talk to. So, um, 
If you guys want to reach out, holler at me, thelawncarelife at gmail.com, or reach out to me on Instagram. That's where you can find me the easiest, the Long Care Life, or the Long Care Life in Missouri, either one, man. Reach out to me on Instagram, uh, find me on Facebook, catch my YouTube videos, and if you got any questions at all, man, don't hesitate to reach out to me because we're all going through life, we're all going through business, uh, we're all experiencing the same things. You may feel like you're alone, but you're definitely not. I'm definitely going through a whole lot of struggles each and every day, just like you guys. So I'm no different than you. You guys are no different than me. We each have um, our own business. May run a little different, may look a little different, but at this end of the day, man, we're all experiencing something that uh, is challenging, something that we have to figure out how to overcome, and something that we have to uh, really you know, try to tackle each and every day. So anyways, I'm out. I just pulled in here at the park. going to get my run in for the day before I get started mowing. So I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I'm going to go ahead and upload this here. So uh, it will be live from today, which is Tuesday. Um, Let's see, April, what is today's date? Tuesday, April 18th, I believe. So if you guys are listening to this, um, if you see it pop up or whatever, it will be live from today. So I'm going to try to do more of these. Just quick truck talks on the way to town, on the way to uh, my first property, or maybe in between breaks, you know, a lunch break, or, or or I just want to take a rest and hop on here and do a little truck talk. So um, I want to encourage you guys, if you got a story, man, everybody's got a story, share your story with somebody. It can help them out. It can motivate them, inspire them. Um, I just try to share my story each and every day, man just to help somebody out. If it helps one person, um, you know, take their business to the next level, uh, help them out personally, just a, a little tip, nothing nothing huge, nothing uh, like groundbreaking or whatever, but just one little tip that will help them uh, each and every day. So that's all I got, man. I'm Cameron with the Lawn Care Life of Missouri. Gonna get out and run and get my workout in. So I appreciate you guys listening. We'll catch you in the next one. Hopefully it'll be sooner than later. And I hope you guys have a good day. And as always, hey, God provides.